Hey everyone, welcome back to In The Shade, a platform bringing awareness to BIPOC folks that have been murdered or gone missing also and also recovering people of color who have been accused and convicted of committing heinous crimes. I'm Jenny Wilson and I'm Isabel Ancella and this is our ninth episode. Woohoo! Thanks for tuning in again. This story that we're about to tell you today is about a woman uh, who is 25 years old and pregnant. Um, and expecting her second child. Her name was Latoya Figuera. Figuera. Um, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, while this case was ongoing, uh, it barely received any media coverage. And so uh, we want to just kind of bring it up to the surface again and just share with you what happened. And um, yeah, the person that was actually convicted of this crime um, and who was convicted of killing her is actually even more shocking. So stay tuned. So Latoya, at the time, she was 24 and attended a prenatal appointment with her then boyfriend, Stephen Poaches. Should we run poaches with roaches? Can I call them Stephen Roaches? <laughs> um, um, but no, they attended the prenatal appointment on July 18th of 2005. Stephen is a um, is the father of the unborn uh, child. After they went to um, after they left the appointment, they then went to Stephen Stephen's crib. You know, they're gonna go hang out, whatever, like at his apartment. Um, after that, Latoya was not seen or heard from again. So. What kind of ended up happening was Poaches told investigators, like, once her family was like, well, where is our daughter? Like, what's happening? This is not like her. Poaches told investigators that Latoya had left his apartment peacefully. Okay, uh, peace, uh, peace, peaceably? You think you meant to say peacefully? Yeah, probably. What the fuck is That's peaceably? Not peaceably. Yeah. yeah. Around 5 p.m. and he did not know her whereabouts. Now, you're telling me that you don't know where your five-month-old pregnant, like, girlfriend is you just don't know where her whereabouts mm-hmm. who's carrying your unborn child is a little strange to me and then of course like i said before her family was concerned because it's not like her to not pick up her daughter um later that afternoon she never picked her up and she missed work which is like not like her at all so then the family of course did what any family would do and they called the police when latoya was not seen you know like they're all like where is she like what's happening yeah. like where is our daughter why didn't you pick up your other child exactly because uh like doing research we found that like her she loved being a mom like she was really like she was really into being a mom so when she went missing it was a little weird and then um again mentioned how she failed to pick up her daughter that afternoon from daycare um and missed her evening shift at work police discovered her body about a month later in chester pennsylvania yeah so on the day that she went missing july 18th 2005 2005 she disappeared in philadelphia um and she disappeared um uh, obviously people didn't know where she went and it sparked a lot of controversy because her case didn't get a lot of attention um and it didn't get the attention it deserved in the media she also is uh black and hispanic so Another reason why a lot of people were upset that she wasn't getting any media coverage, considering that her uh, story resembled 
uh, the story of Lacey Peterson a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people have heard the like podcast about that, and there's also the Hulu special mm-hmm. and all that. But yeah, she was a pregnant woman that went missing in Modesto, California, and she was murdered by her husband Scott Peterson, who said he like went out on a boating trip or something, <coughs> yeah. and then she came. He came back, and she was just like gone. So shady. and. Um, similar to um, the Gabby Petito case, like it was all over the news. Yep. Everybody in every ass crack of the world was looking for these women. Um, but Latoya Figueroa, she um, unfortunately didn't get any attention like that. Um, yeah, crazy. so um, it's really unfortunate uh, that she, yeah, she didn't get any of. Um, the attention that she needed to, you know, get found, um, which is, you know, prime example of the whole like missing white women syndrome where Mm -mm -mm. we're just paying so much more attention to um, the uh, American girls. Um, Yes. Yeah. The American girls next door. It won't like touch base on the missing white woman syndrome. So people kind of like, I mean, we know what that means, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, um, with our uh, having a diverse audience, it's just kind of like not at all like a, as an attack, but it's like legitimately a thing. Like even the FBI reported some stuff about that too. But it's something that we'll kind of like touch back on later, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So this next part seems it may seem like it's long, but it's gonna be like me reading legit like what the police said. So feel free to intervene anytime. I'm mm-hmm. like doing. Uh, telling you this okay so police spent several weeks investigating poaches aka roaches but for the sake of it we'll call him (laughs) by his last name but searches of his car home like produced literally no evidence of like that latoya like went missing it didn't like there was like no evidence that had connected him in it right so investigators also pulled cell phone and credit card records and found drumroll no activity Okay, so you're like, okay, so He's maybe, thorough. yeah, maybe he like really didn't, you know, like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. But then, and so that's when she was finally listed as a missing person, right? So, unlike similar c- cases, including the disappearance of Peterson, who was eight months pregnant, Latoya's story did not immediately get any media attention, as we already talked about. Like, it got like no media attention at all. So, which was like, whatever, fucked up. Yeah. So. So Latoya went missing again in early like July 2005, right? Okay, cool. Police received a tip that allowed them to follow roaches. My bad, poaches in in August. Yes, in in August to a wooded lot in Chester, Pennsylvania, which is about like 10, 13 miles outside of Philadelphia. The, um, their authorities literally watched this man watch poaches, aka Mr. Roaches, try to relocate Latoya's body. Which then essentially this ended a month long search and she was no longer a missing person because they literally were watching him try to relocate her body. But in a statement, police uh, poaches said that when he had Latoya return to his apartment on July 18th, 2005, they argued and he began strangling Latoya after he says that she hit him in the face and the shoulder, which Mm -hmm. is like okay so you and i get into a fight i'm gonna start strangling you that like makes yeah. literally no Slap, sense <laughs> you get slapped and then i get strangled yeah, I know, like, it's like very extreme it's reaction super extreme and then also to the crazy part is like she's carrying your unborn child yeah 
why like you choking her is like lo- like you're cutting off oxygen to the ba- to a baby yeah. that is not even born yet which it, I, I yeah i i can't even imagine like what was like why he thought that was like okay yeah. i don't there know there were some like allegations in some other articles that we read that he wasn't excited about the baby right and that he like wanted her to have an abortion so maybe that's why um he was so angry with her and then resorted to like strangling her yeah but those are just allegations like we don't 100 percent know if he really did want her to yeah get rid of the baby and especially with like what's going on with like roe v wade and stuff it's kind of just like well like you have this woman who's five months pregnant with this guy who's telling her like that he allegedly that he does not want the baby. It's kind of like, but you don't know like that their situation. It could have been a point where like they maybe financially didn't have the money, you know, to yeah kind of, we just don't know. I mean, we don't know like what the situation was completely, but it's again, like this guy taking this woman's life, but then it's crazy because then we have men telling women what to do with their bodies. So yeah. it's like now you're cutting that off. So are we going to see like homicide rates up of like men killing pregnant women? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in these states that we're cutting that that accessibility off. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't. It's like the whole thing doesn't make sense. So you have like old white men telling people that they can't have abortions. But then you literally have men saying, okay, cool, I'm going to kill you because I don't want the baby. It's like we have no say-so over our own bodies, which is crazy to me. Yeah, instead of, like, maybe stopping creation of a child at its source. Exactly. A.K.A. men can get a little snip-snip. Yeah, exactly. And now they have men birth control, too. Yeah. But now, but wait, the now, like, I've read a couple of reviews online that talks about how men don't want to take it because it doesn't seem natural what the fuck do you think about birth control then that shit really messes with your body you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so now that we're like i i just don't get it how like a man can tell a woman what to do with her own body that's the part that doesn't make any sense to me like and of course we live in texas and our governor is shit but it's like how can you tell me what to do with my body you know what i mean yeah that's like i was gonna say something but i'm gonna hold off it's not our body it's their body i know it's we're just property i know we're honestly just property i'm like okay i'm property i'm already black i used to be property anyway so not much has changed there (laughs) yeah like we're just talking about like slavery and stuff so the whole thing is just fucked up but anyways we um that part was a hot mess express but yeah so um poaches he was obviously interviewed by police Mm -hmm. and he when they asked him about, like, why did you strangle her? Mm. He he just said, I kind of freaked out when, um, you know, she hit me. And then I just, like, went for that. And then he just freaked out when she stopped hitting. And then he realized she was dead. And that was it. What um, the fuck? Yeah. He didn't attempt to, like, resuscitate her or just, you know, get her help or anything. Um. But yeah, as we already mentioned, investigators believe that Poaches killed her after she refused to get an abortion. Um, and then he also waived his right to a trial. Um, and then on October 16th, 2006, so over a year after her murder, um, a judge then found him guilty of two courts of first degree murder 
and sentenced him to life in prison without the possibility of parole. As he should be. Yeah. And, yeah, so um, the reason why her case gained a little bit more media attention is due to a local blogger Mm -hmm. in uh, Philadelphia, which is actually really cool. Um, And they sent uh, a letter to some of the major networks criticizing them for ignoring the story. Um, And then also, while her family was kind of like leading the search efforts, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of philanthropists actually offered um, like a $100,000 reward to help find her, which is also really cool. See, that's really dope. That's like super, super dope. So my next kind of... um, which I like, I'm happy that there was a lot of like people that were willing to donate that money, you know, our next thing, should we, um, should we like get into like the topic of, cause right. Like our whole, our whole thing with our podcast is to talk about people that look like us that have gone missing and also are murderers. So with that being said, the missing white woman syndrome, should we bring that topic up? Mm-hmm. You think? Okay. So this is a little bit different format, you know, but it's just kind of, we wanted just to create a platform where you can like f- openly talk about it and not feel like it's um like I, I I don't know about you but I've had people say to me in the past when we're talk when I'm like talking about like how it is to be a black woman they're like it's not always about race and it's like the gaslighting like yeah, you know it's, it's always it's, about race it's always about race unfortunately you know what I mean so with the missing white woman syndrome an interesting like something that I found very interesting about this was the FBI estimates that the number, of course, this is according to an article from A&E, the FBI estimates that the number of missing black women and girls is around 64,000, according to an interview with um, these individuals from this article that we found. Um, and the founders of the Black and Missing Foundation, the, that number doesn't factor in those who were found or who left voluntarily, but caution that they're still seeing a spike in the number of women reported missing because of sex trafficking. Yeah. One thing that's crazy, though, is I know Houston, Atlanta, and I don't know, I think it may be NYC, and I know maybe Chicago, but they're, like, hubs for, like, sex trafficking. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, specifically, like, numbers are super high for, like, women of color, which Mm -hmm. is fascinating. But you see how they get, like, no media coverage. Yeah. Which is, like... It's also because a lot of people, or especially, um, like police officers and uh, stuff like that, they often will say that, like, black and brown people Mm. are, like, leaving voluntarily and they're just, like, running away from home. Like, whereas, like, white people are always, like, they've been taken. Yes, exactly. uh, But, like, people of color are always seen as, like, oh, they're, like, you know, just like homeless or they've run away from home because they're not happy at home. Like it was their choice. Yeah. Uh, because they probably come from like poorer neighborhoods. Yeah. It's always that. So they just like went somewhere else or something like that. Yeah. And they always like, don't take it serious. They never, that's the weird part. They never take it seriously. So like, I guess like what I, I don't get is that like what point, like, cause we're doing, or like, you know, we've been doing, this is our ninth episode now, but to see like the constant kind of like Lauren Smith Fields and um, like this case and a couple other cases. What's so weird to me is that like people are wanting help, but the police are like, eh, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not saying so much of this case, but I'm just saying how like 
for example, this one, it just didn't get media coverage. But like Lacey Peterson literally went missing. It's like the same story went missing. She went missing at eight months. Latoya went missing at five months. And it's just kind of like, but why did you pick one over the other? And then another yeah, thing that I Because Lacey Peterson is from like a nice white, white picket fence yeah. kind of neighborhood. Yeah. Latoya didn't even finish school. Yeah. She's like working as a waitress. Yeah. Like teach, um, uh, yeah, Fridays or something like that. And yeah, she's like not well off. So her life doesn't matter as much. Right. And that's why we're not willing to cover those kinds of cases. Which to me, I like trying to like understand that. Right. Cause it's kind of just like, at, but at what point, like, what is it going to take for people to change? Like, uh, cause e- like, like I say the police, but even, um, with the like FBI, like is also like notorious for being super racist. Like mm-hmm. they're like notorious for even having, um, connections to like the kkk and stuff and it's kind of like are we always just going to be screwed because you remember that guy um i watched a documentary on him on netflix i can't remember his name maybe his name is like um i don't know he's a race car driver he's black or i mean he's biracial and there's like a noose found in his like room his like locker room or something like his room or whatever i don't know but the fbi said that he did that himself now like Oh, Think, I do remember. Do you remember like that? Like a noose was yeah. in his like, like garage or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So you, th- I think about that, and I'm like, and he's a pre- in a predominantly like white sport. Can you like imagine, like, he, but he he's like, I didn't do that. But the FBI is saying that you did it yourself. Yeah. And like you're talking about how like. Like, he made so many changes by, like, obviously not having, like, the Confederate flag and stuff. He's like, well, let's get rid of the Confederate flag at NASCAR games. And people were, like, rebelling against that. So why would he want to get rid of the flag but then hang a noose, like, in his garage? It just just didn't make any sense. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is just to kind of talk about how it's kind of, like, no matter – who you are if you're a person of color it's almost like they still you don't did have it your yourself back. Yeah, yeah you did it yourself or you they still don't have like your back mm-hmm. which is to me crazy but then it's it's weird it's like one of those things that i feel like we can talk about it on here but and i mean it seems like it's becoming more acceptable to talk about but like with the missing white woman syndrome it's just like so fucking weird to like talk about it sometimes because i feel like i'm still walking on eggshells yeah you know what I mean? So I don't know. And then I also thought it was like interesting too, like uh, when we were reading this article and it kind of talked about how um, missing, like the missing white woman syndrome, a lot of the time people that uh, Caucasian white people, however you like to identify, we're talking about how like they, they identify with it. And so there's, there's more people that look like them. So that's why there, it gets more media coverage. But then we saw with like Lauren Smith Fields, didn't really get shit it was mainly social media so i don't know like with this one it's just kind of one of those things that i'm like you know this is wrong yeah like you know we should be blasting your picture all over the place but we're not for some strange bizarre reason but i don't know i guess yeah yeah. what are your thoughts on it? i mean it's yeah it's so multifaceted like i understand why Mm. there is a missing white syndrome Mm. because uh as a I already mentioned, like, you know, we're always thinking, like, the missing white woman is, like, way more pure and stuff yes. than, like, yep. uh, the black and brown girls who are probably poor and, like, yep. 
not contributing to society right. because they're just like living off uh i don't know like uh food stamps yeah, or stuff and housing. living off the the system, the system yep uh and not really doing much to contribute um and yeah it's just i think there's just so many different layers to it that are all fucked up in yeah. their own way mm-hmm. um but I think the only way to just like get around is is to just you know uplift these and like talk about these stories yeah. more often and actively say, "Hey, somebody went missing. Let's just share it." Like, yeah. Oh, they're black. Let's not share it. Like, yeah. We shouldn't just be like, "Oh, they're like different colors," and so we're not gonna. It's not required for us to also talk about that yeah and it's like it's just like so fucked up because it's like do we have to create like a platform of our of our own i mean i don't mean like podcast wise but i mean like kind of like television wise like right you watch the news and you hear about people that are going missing but do you know how long we heard about um the girl whose uh boyfriend killed her they went camping. Remember they were doing like van life? What was her name? Oh, again? Petito. Oh, yeah, Petito. We heard about that so much. Yeah. And then, if you haven't listened, but when we talk about like Lauren Smith Fields, it was like like an outer body weird experience. Cause it's like this like, like you sh- this whole thing was weird and sketchy. Like we kind of already knew. I don't know about you, but I kind of already got the vibe that the boyfriend kind of killed her. Like, oh, it was ve- sure. it was totally obvious. Yeah. And then, like, we couldn't find him and all the stuff. It was weird. Yeah. But just the messed up part was, like. But she- then the, the cops are, like. That's another reason why mm-hmm. um, these, like, stories of people of color aren't, like, surface enough. Because if uh, the perpetrator is someone who's white, like, they're always just, like babied and something like that yes. too yeah which is like so fascinating like to oh me. he was such a successful blah 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 yes. and just like oh, okay but then oh my gosh okay. like people of color who are doing something they're in immediately like criminals high risk lifestyle they yeah. were doing something they were at the wrong place wrong time she knew he was a bad person that shit yeah but what you just said triggered me because remember ahmaud arbery or no even george floyd when george floyd was murdered they were trying to like show pictures of his mugshot and they tried oh, to do the same yeah, thing yeah. with Ahmaud Aubrey, who was literally running while black yeah like that's yeah. all it was like or that that um that man in Dallas who was like uh he was like in his own apartment and then the police, the police officer, officer walked into yeah. his apartment thinking it was her apartment yeah and then she just shot him yeah and then like, he's literally like eating ice cream on his couch i know and she shot him and then they're like he was smoking weed yeah and it's, and like, it's like he was like a, like what the fuck he was like literally like he was literally a church boy he was like a church going boy like he literally like loved like that which is awesome but then to and then like see that part okay going back to the missing white woman syndrome the part and this is I'm tying like the Dallas part that you just brought up. But then when the judge at um like during her trial like hugged her before she was sentenced, and she was black uh, was, too. Uh, the the cop. Yeah, hugged the cop. No, she was like white. 
Oh, she was white, the hugger? Yeah, she was white. Oh, no, the judge said she felt bad for her. Yeah. That's what I'm talking, that's what I mean. the brother actually hugged her, too. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I don't know, they're very, like, religious I know, they're very, like, forgiving, good for them, but, what? not me. You (laughs) want to shoot my sister? Skirt! No, like, what are you talking about? I'd be like, bitch, I want to fight you! Yeah, I'm like, I'm not giving you a hug, but it's like, we allow so much forgiveness for... Like that, like for like for White people, people, yeah, who do crimes against us, yeah. It's like, but we, we don't offer that same kind of forgiveness to people of color, yeah, who do crimes, yeah, exactly, or who don't do crimes, right? Which They're, I don't. Everyone who's just a little bit melanated is immediately done something wrong, yeah. And it's like it's just like so. I don't know. It's like so fucked up because we're supposed to be taught like you work, uh, you work hard and you'll get all these things. But it's like no matter how like you and I work hard, people are always going to look at us differently. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always going to be the minority of maybe a certain friend group or mm-hmm. like the or like, oh, the my, token. Yeah, the token. Oh, shit. That token black friend, token a like Asian friend. Like it's kind of like it's just no matter what, it's always going to be that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's just kind of like so messed up how like no matter what we do we're constantly facing these obstacles even though we're both contributing to society and i don't know it's just kind of like messed up and you know another part that i thought was weird too was um according to the like the census data for the u.s census data i wanted to know your thoughts on this the um okay so okay now let me like rephrase this so i saw this information according to the census data that when people go missing, if they're Latino and white, they're in the same, they're automatically counted as white. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's messed up too. Because like, think about like when you fill out paperwork and stuff and it says like, whatever, or when you check a box or something. And then if you say like you're Hispanic or Latino, um, and then it says like slash white, like I don't, do you get that? I mean, I don't. I don't really. I mean, I th- yeah. I'm assuming it's just because, like, from, like, a visual aesthetic yeah. perspective, you know, they're all light-skinned. Right. Kind of. But um, there's obviously Latinas and Hispanic people that are way more tan than yeah. your average white person. Exactly. And uh, So it's definitely not a good way to collect data no. by a lumping Latina and Hispanic people in with white people because it i mean it it fractures the the numbers that you're you're getting boom and that's exactly why i brought that up because um in the article that uh on the articles that we were reading it also said the number of like black women was less than the uh the number of like missing white women but the missing white women includes latino women mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you're still like kind of just like saying fuck it because you're like you know what I mean which just doesn't make any sense because they should be accounted yeah. for they should have their own category so I don't know what what they're trying to say is like oh like look there's more white and Latina people missing like it's another minority yes that's missing that's actually much bigger of a pocket but that we should focus on yeah but if you fragment that white and latino people mm-hmm. missing number a missing people number and fragment it between white and latino 
you're gonna have like those numbers are gonna be telling a very different, different story, story. Yep. and you're gonna be able to tell like oh like out of these mm. quote unquote like white slash Latina people, how many of them are white and how many are actually Latina and how many of each of those cat- subcategories are actually being portrayed in the media. Because it's going to be like way more white people than actually like Hispanic people. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. That's the part that I like don't, I don't know. I kind of found that like hard to digest. Cause I was like, wait, what? So it's kind of like, Hey, like, although there's like 200 something thousand missing black women, but we have more like white women over here that we need to focus on. But it's like, your but how many of those are, are actually yeah, white, yeah. you know what I'm actually missing white women or, mm-hmm. you know, like people that identify with women, whatever. But it's just kind of like, um, like what the fuck, you know, yeah. like what the fuck you can Cause cannot. if you look at the media and this is going to be our next case for next week, uh, it's going to be about a Latina woman that was murdered, and we're, we'll be talking about that a little bit. And it was one of the worries of um, the victim's mother. Like, her case is never going to be portrayed in the media because she is a Mexican-American woman that was <sighs> murdered. And we all know mm. those are not going to be in the media either. No. Even though they're technically under the white people pocket yeah i guess it's like because i you asked me when's the last time you heard about a missing mexican american person gone missing i have no idea can't tell you i can't tell you mine is like one of the cases that we covered but i don't know Mm -hmm. like same with like indigenous women like i don't know the last time i heard that same with like um uh, like Asian American or Asian people in general in like the U.S. that have gone missing. I, I can't tell you the last time I heard saw that on like CNN or yeah. Fox News. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like it's really fucked up because at the end of the day we're all people. But yeah. yeah, so that was like a different format. But I just figured like we could just kind of talk about that since it is a syndrome that we actually saw yeah. brought up in an article in like an article and a couple other articles. So yeah. Yeah, we just wanted to kind of highlight the whole missing white woman syndrome, but also to kind of talk about, um, uh, obviously, Latoya Figuera, who w- went missing um, because allegedly her her partner wanted her to get an abortion, um, which is um, another reason why we wanted to highlight her case, because we're in this uh, blurry area of possibly being in a post uh, Roe versus Wade era. So, um, yeah, a lot of hot topic items that we kind of just wanted to bring up today. Yeah, we could go on and on about this shit. Like, honestly, it's just like because we're obviously super passionate about it, but it's just still like so sad to see how like we're still not getting any justice. And it's like damn near the same case like mm-hmm. literally as Lacey peterson pregnant woman that goes missing yeah we never even heard of, i never heard about her but anyways those are my thoughts how yeah. about yourself no mm. i think we we spoke a lot about this and i think we covered it well awesome well uh this was as we mentioned our ninth episode yes and yeah we're in the shade and thank you for tuning in again Yes, thank you.